Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the RFP Ultra Dads podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Ubaldini, joined by my partner and fellow Ultra Dad, Brian Shane, talking all things ultra. Today's episode is proudly brought to you by our sponsor, Time on the Trails, building you a customized journey and experience out on the trails throughout the state of Arizona and beyond. You can find Time on the Trails at www.tottaz.com. Again, www. .tottaz.com. Now sit back, grab a tasty beverage, and enjoy Brian and I as we progress further down the trails. Left foot, right foot. Good evening. Hello, Michael. Can you hear me? Yeah, it just was a little bit broken up there, but now you're crystal clear. How are things up in the tundra? The tundra, it was a uh, balmy day today. Um, sunshine, a little little windowish sunshine and uh, 36 degrees. So it was uh, t-shirt weather working outside at the, <laughs> at the shop, shop's uh, little driveway there. So yeah, I got some vitamin D today. <laughs> Excellent. How's uh, how's the desert? The winter desert. Uh, it's been it's been touching seventy during the day. Beautiful. Uh, the last uh, what's today Thursday, so pretty much all week it's been it's sixty eight, sixty nine, seventy. So it's been it's been great. I've been getting out for my runs in the afternoon. Actually, Elena has soccer practice at like two thirty. I drop her off, and then I typically go hit a trail right after that. So it's been, it's been awesome. Perfect. That's awesome. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. This whole first week here since, well, Sunday we had just a soup sandwich of weather and then uh, things kind of calmed down here. So, which I'm all right with, I could, uh, I could go for a little, little window here of, of calm weather. Nice. Yeah. You'll be, You'll be happy to know, however, the, the pool water hasn't gotten any warmer with the temperatures. It's still uh, butt-ass cold. Nice. That's, that's <laughs> so, perfect. Yeah, well, my, yeah uh, my tub is uh, holding a steady 40 degrees now on the, the garage concrete floor. So yours yeah, is maybe know. just a little warmer than that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, have a, I don't have a thermometer, but I'd have to imagine it's between, you know, I would guess it's between 50 and 55. Uh, I would say maybe around there. I can't imagine it being much lower or much higher. I mean, it's, it's when I get in there, it's, it's kind of frigid. So yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. But it's been working. I've, this is the third day this week. I did, I got caught up and busy yesterday. So I had a shower, I did a cold shower yesterday, but the last the three out of the four, it's been back into the cold plunges, which it's been, it's just been a game changer this week. Nice. That's, that's, that's good. Yeah. I was trying to get my sauna, trying to get back into that routine, getting little windows of time here, but did a, I forget, maybe it was over the weekend, but had a sauna, sauna tub session. So that, uh, every time I do, I'm like, I just got to make this happen. You know, if I could do it three to four times a week, that would be, I'd be, happy about that yeah 
but well, I'm doing the uh, um, Sherpa Johns um, Streakers Club right now for the, the month of January. Thing? Yeah, yeah, I've been. I'm. Uh, I was hesitating pretty much like on the 31st. Like, ah, oh, do I do it? Do I? Do I not? And uh, I ended up just. Well, I'm seven days in, so I'm doing good. It. So, but yeah, yeah, the the little cold plunges, sneaking those in, I think is definitely, definitely key for that, just to stay yeah. fresh as possible. Yeah, it's been it's been good. I did a it, this week. It's been a good. I felt really, you know, taking two weeks off. I was kind of skeptical getting back into running. I'm like, ah, am I am I I'm gonna feel like crap? Am I gonna be sluggish? Is it gonna be like starting over? And I'm taking it easy this week. I mean, I'm not like yesterday. I did eight total, uh, two different sessions. Oh, good. Off yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Perfect. And I, the six six was the afternoon one, and easy peasy was nice and smooth. I mean, I'm trying. You'll be happy. I'm trying to slow down my pace, which is difficult. Um, yeah. But today I did like a little vert session, <clears throat> which was good. Um, yeah, that's so, going to be so, key. Yeah. yeah, I did. I looked at I looked at a couple uh, videos yesterday from over the weekend of some some people that were doing some recon. Uh, and oh, dude, just some of the course. It's just especially up north. Oh yeah, yeah. Know, once you start getting into the high country up there, it's just. I mean, it's pines everywhere. It's uh, it's going to be. It's going to be epic, but you know, by by the time we get to that point, who knows where my mind will be? Yeah, 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 exactly. It may not, it may lose its uh, the beauty. <laughs> you might have to uh, revisit that. But it is like Sedona yeah. area, right? It's that Sedona area as you make your way north. It's basically yeah. From well, even even little south of Sedona once you like because you go you go from you know basically the desert up to up to Crown King which is 6,000 feet up so you're in the pine there and then you drop back in drop back down into a little higher desert you know around Cottonwood yeah and then you start building back up into Sedona and then once you get past Sedona and you start going up north from Sedona, that's where it starts getting into the, the, you know, six, seven thousands into flag. And then once you get up to flag, you're going to be a little bit higher than that for at least two, two climbs. Yeah. That's, so, that's diverse, diverse landscape. So pretty much as diverse as you can get. That's yeah. going to be, that's going to be a ride. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe it's four months away. Ah, plenty of time. (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm not. The the training training should be. I mean, it feels like just four days into this week. It feels like. I mean, like I said, I feel really good. It has. I haven't really done high intensity stuff, but I will. (laughs) I will tell you this. So I lifted on Monday. I did my little lifting workout, which is really a lot of core and and legs, just because I got it from a like runner's mag or something like that. A runner's workout. Uh huh. So it's like lunges, squats, multiple squats, like three different sets of squats and um, deadlifts and uh, Romanian deadlifts. So Uh that was Monday I did that. 
it was my 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 hamstrings are still a little sore today but it was yeah, like I was gonna say you feel rest, that it was fast. like wrestling practice days you know I was like wow I am incredibly sore so I because I haven't yeah. lifted probably in about a month and a half two months so it was but it felt good it felt like oh man I feel alive it's like jumping into the cold plunge yeah yeah you're you're feeling your body there but yeah that's anytime i think yeah like you come back and especially involve like deadlifts or like rdls like that is when because it's amazing how little we use the the hamstrings and the glutes and then once you start concentrating on those kind of exercises like the next day it's like oh yeah that's that is not feeling good right now (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was fun. It was fun having that to deal with uh, early in the week, and I did I did do yoga on Tuesday too. So I'm going to try to incorporate a little bit more of that into into it just to get some fle- more flexibility. And so um, perfect, we'll perfect. See. Day yeah. by day, man. Day by day. Variety, variety. It's definitely going to be, I think, the secret secret to that training to prep for that monster. Yeah, I think we were talking about, you alluded to this a little bit last week and Rob and I were talking about, I think what it's going to come down to is just that that mental side of it more than anything that I, I'm going to have to have just, just continue with the meditation, that type, type of clarity that I need, focus on the breath because, listen, I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that I'll be, I'll be conditioned to do it, but it's, it's, once you once we get past that fifty mile mark, right? I mean, I mean, even at that point, it's 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 the 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 stress on our brain on, on my mind, uh, and the, the resiliency I'm going to need will be low. But once we once we once we get to that first night, that's where even through that even through that 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 first night is going to be. Wait a second, we're at what mile seventy? Yeah. I got yeah. I got a I got 180 more miles of this. Don't what? Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> that's that's that that is still considered stupid runner's math. So that's right, where right. <laughs> numbers like there's there's gonna be a boycott on numbers. I think it's yeah. just gonna be right foot left foot because <laughs> yeah, this well, is like all, this is a whole other algorithm, really. Like you're factoring in like real food real meals you know not just yeah. enough calories to to maintain to get through 100 miles like you're look you're gonna have to base everything like on the real deal with having meals at certain times i think that that's gonna help but then even you know breaking things down into sleeping sessions and stuff too yep. so you're you know this this whole thing is a whole it's yeah you're you're entering a new world <laughs> It's an adventure, man. It's an adventure. <laughs> yeah, so it, it should be it should be fun. You mentioned left foot, right foot. So today uh, we'll we'll divert to Elena real quick and then we'll kind of dig start digging into this. But so Elena had the she I think it's like once every couple of weeks they have to run a mile. And you know, Elena could sprint forever. You know, she's just a great sprinter, you know, up and down uh-huh. the soccer field. But you ask her to run a mile, it's like death you know she just yeah. she anxiety and and she's just not looking forward to it it's like asking you and i to run a mile as fast as we possibly could yeah like yeah. we did in october which i would rather run 100 miles than run a freaking mile at under seven minutes yeah um so she uh 
I get back from my run yesterday and because her run her mile was today and she's kind of picking my brain so that she's like you, you don't you don't run with headphones when you when you run do you I'm like no no she's like what do you think about it? I'm like I'm like everything <laughs> yeah I mean have every, a seat <laughs> yeah like there's there's I mean you you and soccer and school and your mom and Bella and Brian and Cindy and mom and Poppy you know I mean I think of everything work and yeah everything and what don't I think about is it would probably right. be the easier question <laughs> your yeah your mind just goes I said I said are you thinking about the run and everything she's like yeah yeah she's like should I wear headphones I'm like well, that's up to you but you know I think what I think about and you know your uncle Brian and I have been talking about this for years and years and years you know it's just that next step you know it's not the next time around the, the, the track it's not you know meeting that next mile it's it's just the next step and if you focus on your breath you focus on that next step you know you could you could do this easily and you know sure enough she she ran like an 830 something a girl nice in her in her mile so she was she was really excited about that and I was too I thought it was great so oh that's awesome good for her tell her I said congrats I will I knew I knew she could do it yeah yeah <laughs> So I she did too. She just you know the the anxiety builds up and oh yeah uh, yeah that comparison thing is these people gonna run it faster and what's the coach gonna think and yeah you know try yeah, to have he, that conversation which doesn't get who who cares what other people think and but you know when you're 46 versus when you're 14 you know where was our where was our mind when we were 14 years old you know oh you don't want to know. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I was there. Mind over. Yeah. Mental, the mental obstacles, you know, that age with that kind of task too, definitely outweigh the, the physical, um, part of that, that kind of, mm -hmm. you, you know, easy one mile in quotes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Big so, time. Uh, what's uh what do you got in your hand? I've got a, um, I've got actually you've had this. Um I picked up probably one of my favorites right now is the uh earned it hazy IPA mm. from uh Snake River Brewing. So we had the, I had this uh, in in stock here uh last July when you guys were out and I think that was one of your first uh choices after our Silver Heels 100. So you, yeah, I have a you definitely earned it. <laughs> I have the sticker on my uh, on my little whatever you a bookshelf type thing. Oh, perfect! And that's yeah, that's kind of. I mean, I, well, it's it's cool because I've been to Snake River Brewing up in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and um, just this past summer was introduced to it from my buddy Paul. I think he had it at like in his truck after mountain biking. We were drinking it in the the tra at the trailhead, but. If I've never had a beer can speak to me more than this one does, just the artwork <laughs> on it is, I mean, it just, it, it touches, touches my heart every time. Um, pretty much just a kind of a painting or drawing of a, a skier with the skis on, on his back, hiking the mountain. And there's like a, a black lab on his heels right there following him up. So that was a pretty special kind of picture. And um, just with chassis passing, like we talked about on the last show, but now, now I'm out skiing with another 
black lab on my heels now with with timber following me around so it uh it continues to uh be be probably my top pick right now so and you peel you peel it off that's what they're these guys are geniuses you can peel this off and then it becomes a sticker so you have it in your office there and i've got them stuck around different places here so it's uh nice it's one of my favorites, so I, I, I saw it and grabbed it here for the show. Excellent. Well, I uh, what, what do you got? I got a. It's another Mother Road Brewing, um, and I saw it and I grabbed it. It's not. It's not Tower Station, which is probably one of my favorites. Uh, Mother Road's up in Flag. This one's called a Daily Driver IPA. <laughs> um, it's it's light. It's it's uh, it's. 4.8 percent so it's, it's okay. a light ipa but i mean it's tasty it's i mean these these this is the one this is the kind of one you could sit on an 85 degree day on your patio back there yep. you know up in the mountain and suck these down and not have to worry about the ipa hangover but it's funny because it goes there's a little on the side of the can um and this is a 16 ounce because most of their beers are 16 ounces uh it it has uh Let's see. Best enjoyed at 40 degrees straight from the fridge. Uh, a tulip sh- shaped glass for it. And then they, they state what it pairs well with. Uh, it, it pairs well with blueberry buckwheat pancakes, Sonoran dogs, and fish tacos. Perfect. <laughs> so that's. Uh, so, yeah, so that's yeah. breakfast, breakfast, lunch, and dinner appropriate. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and of course, walking your Sonoran dog. Yeah. yeah. Anything, all the above then. Perfect. Right. Well, cheers, brother. Cheers. Cheers. Salud. Let's, uh, so you, go ahead. So you came up with a interesting topic here. You can, you can dive into, um, just curious to see where, where you want to start off with this one. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you the steering wheel here and take us on a ride. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, like, like the majority of these, these topics, I don't come up with them. They're, they're crafted from either books or podcasts that we listen to or conversations that we have, or, you know, sometimes they are pulled out of somewhere deep down in our, insides but this one came from uh, a book called nonsense uh by jamie holmes robin got it for me probably about a year and a half two years ago uh and i read it then and then i just reread it again probably about i don't know a month ago and the quote that i shared with you i got i i pulled it from there recently and the book nonsense it's it's exactly that it's talking about all those nonsensical things that we muster up in our mind you know that that um traditionally or typically don't exist like for example the fear that elena had with with running that mile or or the perception she had about money running the mile and what it could do and what 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 the outcome was going to be you know there's like by mark twain i think it's mark twain that said you know i've uh i've uh forget what it is it's like I, I i i have been afraid of failure 
many things and none of those things ever came to to be you know so because we we try to we 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 create these things in our mind that we are afraid of that typically never even come to life so um the quote is and what i wanted to dig into this i thought it would be a good conversation is have you ever practiced overcoming how it feels to fail so i'll repeat that one more time have you ever practiced overcoming how it feels to fail so diving right into this uh to answer the for me personally to answer the question uh, you know i think no i have never practiced you know overcoming how it feels to fail you know if you think back to when i was growing when i was we were kids i think what we practice is avoiding failure altogether we were completely afraid or at least i was fearful afraid of fearful of failing you know uh because I, I i felt that if i failed i was i was a loser you know i was not good enough i wasn't enough um so i don't think there was a conscious practice even even today Bri, i don't think there's a i don't have a constant conscious practice on trying to overcome failure I believe that we just do it, you know, I think that, and, and now more, we're, for me, I'm more aware of that over the course of the last decade going through this transformation and transition is that I don't, I don't fear, seek it out now. I, I'm, 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 I don't, I don't go into something looking to fail, right? Um, but I'm more aware of the thought, I'm more aware of the concept that it's, you know, for example, taking on this endeavor in May, you know, there's a good chance I could quote unquote fail, but what does failure mean? How do we, what is that perspective on failure? So I don't, I don't think there's a way to, to practice overcoming how it feels to fail and and the question itself i was thinking about this as as we were gearing up for this that you know i don't i don't think i've ever practiced overcoming how it feels to fail you know um and because i don't i don't know if it's necessarily uh i don't know necessarily if it feels good to fail right in the moment right uh i think there's a level of disappointment um i think there's a a level of uh you know, you pissed off, you know, uh, sadness possibly, but that's, that's that, that initial, uh, feeling when it happens, but then there's the, uh, there's the reflection period, you know, okay, what do we learn from that? Uh, what do we, what do we take from that? You know, what are the steps we need to do to avoid that moving forward? What do we have to practice what, what have we learned and what do we need to practice moving forward so that failure doesn't happen again? You know, and we've, we've talked about many, many things that we've been able to practice over the years to help us, um, help us, you know, avoid making that same mistake again. And I think that's a lot where the practice comes into play is that we go, we go out on a journey and through that journey, we experience levels of failure, levels of pain, levels of heartache. And we learn from that heartache and that pain because it sucks when we experience it. But now 
is the opportunity to practice the things that we need to practice to overcome that failure. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Yeah, no, perfect. Perfect. That was, that was awesome. Um, yeah, the, the overcoming part, that that's what kind of threw me that I really had to, you know, you repeated it a couple of times, but I had to reread it a few times. It's like overcoming. Like if you remove that word overcoming and have you practiced how it feels to fail, that would be an easy, easy answer would be yes. Is it though? I mean, we've practiced, we've, I've practiced it. I mean, you're practicing it. I think the way some people I go about it and accept challenges or maybe pick, pick an unknown route. Um, you know, some people like to be conservative, play it safe right. because of that fear of failing. Um, I think the way we're wired and a lot of people we know around us is they're willing to kind of take that step into the unknown um, because the outcome is not a hundred percent, you know, that they're going to avoid failure. But when you practice overcoming it, you know, it, it, that throws it for, for a whole other loop there. But yeah, I, I don't, I would not consider myself practicing the overcoming part of how it feels to fail. Um, I, the unknown is very appealing to me with a lot of situations, I guess. Um, you know, a lot of events, you know, just going off of event wise, um, of things that I sign up for, most of them, there's a question mark of, am I going to finish this? And that's usually the only time I will sign up for certain events is when I, when I'm not a hundred percent sure that, um, success is guaranteed, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, and then we just take that, but yeah, um, in terms of failing and learning from that, I think that's where some of my biggest growth has occurred. Um, like I said before, you know, the academics in the school don't, that doesn't really apply <laughs> to me. You know, if, if, if I skim by, then I'm good. I'm good. I was so good with that. <laughs> A little too good. Um, <laughs> but in other, in other aspects, you know, there was, you know, we were just talking about all the cold plunges and everything. If, I did not have, if, if there wasn't failure in that one event in that selection where I went hypothermic right. and I could not handle cold water, then if I was able just to, you know, kind of wing it and get by that situation that comes first to mind, if I was able just to get in there, do, you know, an hour in and out of Boulder Creek in the middle of the night um, if I didn't go hypothermic then, and I winged by that, I, I don't know if I would have came back and focused as much as I am today sure. on being able how to adapt to that, that environment. So, you know, that's, that's where I see failure as a positive. Um, but again, I'm not practice overcoming that. I, I don't. I don't believe I am. Yeah, let me ask you this. So, Cause that's I mean, the, the whole, the, this, I want to come back to the, the, the selection and that experience um, in a second, but the whole, the question, the way that question is phrased, you know, because yeah, practice overcoming it. But even like you said, if you pull out, 
if you pull out that overcoming and you just read the question, have you ever practiced how it feels to fail? I don't think we uh, intentionally, I don't know if we intentionally practice how it feels to fail, you know, because for example, talking about the selection, right? Uh, you experience that failure of not being able at that point in time to overcome that, that uh, the cold water experience, right? So that created, again, going back to what I was talking about, it created an opening for you to grow from and learn from. So now you started a practice of working on how to overcome tolerating cold water, right? But, yeah. but through that, through that process, I mean, was there ever a time where you were thinking to yourself, oh, yeah, I'm going to go through this process because, oh, maybe you did, as I'm asking the question, I want to go through this <laughs> process because I don't want to go through that feeling of failure again. Did you, I mean, when you went through it, did you, there's the, and I'm going to circle back to the question that I wanted to ask you. So there's two questions. When you were going through that process, were you, were you in your mind thinking, I failed at this, I want to become better? Was that really at the top of your mind or was it, I want to get better at this versus oh, that I want to get better? And with that in mind, with the whole process of going through and, and being able to adapt to adapt this skill, do you, how do you believe you became better? I think the biggest um, eye-opening experience was in what I wanted. What motivated me after that um, event was realizing there's a weakness mm -hmm. that I felt that I could overcome. Um, some things are just, I think, beyond physical capability, mental capability. You know, it's I'm not going to break a four-minute mile like that isn't a, that is not something that I'm going to set out to accomplish. I'm okay with that, but for whatever reason, you know, and, and that event, that one weekend, I came out of it with, I suck it in the cold water and I suck at running. So that's where things really evolved for me. Like I hated running and I still hate <laughs> running, <laughs> but <laughs> cause I'm not good at it. Um, uh, I, I beg to differ. I beg um, to differ on that. Somebody that runs a hundred miles is good running, whether you want to say it or but, not. But yeah, well, I can get through a hundred miles. Hey, <laughs> but but that uh, but well, it was that five mile um, run at the beginning, and that I felt that trashed me more than it should have before. You know that twelve mile ruck that was right after it. Uh, that five mile run really worked me more than it should have. So that stuck in my mind. And then after the 12 mile ruck, we got in the cold water in and out. And so those two really stuck with me and those were motivating for me because I felt that I could, I could be better than I why, was. Why, why, let me ask you this, cause this is, that's an interesting answer. Cause why do you, why did you, or why, why do you, or why did you believe that being able to become more adaptable and be able to better tolerate cold was 
something you wanted to chase down? Why did you believe that was a weakness? You why did why was that a weakness that you wanted to overcome? I think it was I wanted to overcome it because at that time, so I got medically dropped from that event. Just a little background for the audience: I was medically dropped um, at I don't know five in the morning. Um, 12 hours into this event, which, you know, again, kind of going back, we, I pick these events, not knowing compared to other people that wouldn't even sign up for an event. You know, I'm curious to see if I could finish something. So I towed the line on this. Um, but after that cold water of going in and out, in and out of water, I think we were doing like flutter kicks. We had to do flutter kicks with, I think 55, 60 pound ruck. And then we had to do push-ups in this, in this river and then come out and do wind sprints and all this nonsense, but they medically dropped me and it got, I think it was mentally, I was following my game plan that I had set up going into this. So mentally I was right where I thought I would be, but then I literally just watched my body shut down instead to the point where I was, I was convulsing pretty mm -hmm. much and hypothermic and Bert was, you know, a paramedic and, you know, he had medical background within the army and he pulled me from the event. And that was, I've never had any thing like that ever happen to me. So that really left a mark where my mind was continuing and ready to proceed through this event, which we still had another 36 hours. Like this was the beginning mm -hmm. still, but I was prepared for that. And my, my body stopped when my mind was ready to continue. So that kind of leaving that event, I, I was determined to, to become a better runner and be able to tolerate and operate really w within cold colder situations and then that practice the light bulb really turned on with with the breath control and if you can control your breath I've, i found out that you could do anything i'm convinced mm -hmm. <laughs> so that that started a significant you know that was a whole other rabbit hole that i began to go down and started playing around you know going into a freezing cold shower and you know, that panic sets mm -hmm. in and you know, you're not even thinking about it. You stop breathing and you tense up. Well, I've eventually found out that if you can just continue breathing, stay in a calm state of mind, then anything's possible. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's kind of, you know, the, there was fear of failing. Um, but then that overcoming that fear, once the, the light bulb literally kind of came on in the head and, it's like, oh, this is this is possible. But with that, I think it's it it it's persistence in anything, any kind of overcoming that you want to um, take on. You know, whether it's physical, mental, within a family, um, you know, whatever. Being a parent, there 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 takes a certain level of persistence uh, and consistency. I think to continue to work on a craft or hone some sort of skill. But there has to be, so, there has to be that driver, right? So that, that, you know, we, we've talked about this and we hear it all the time, that why, that mission or that, pur the that why, purpose, yeah. right? So, um, you know, talk, we'll fast forward today, you know, 
we're both practicing that that cold pump, that cold plunge, right? And I mm-hmm. think I could speak for you. It's not because you and I are gearing up to do a selection and we want to be able to do flutter kicks and push-ups in ice cold water in Boulder, Colorado. That's a hundred percent. We're not looking to do that. <laughs> so, and I think this, I, I, I know the answer to it, but I want you to say, so why continue to, why do we put ourselves through that suffering because it sucks. I mean, you, you tell me, do you enjoy dipping your body into 40 degree weather or excuse me, 40 degree water? Is that, that when your body hits that, is that like, Oh yeah, this is nice. Cause when I, 10, 10 to 15 seconds, 15 seconds after. Right. Exactly. Is exactly. <laughs> it's, it's like that 20 second moment that after 20 seconds, the first 20 seconds, I'm like, shit, this sucks. It's really cool. You're cursing me. Right. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. I am every time I do it. I'm like, yeah. bitch, like four years ago, got me in this yeah. tub and now I'm doing it. I, 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 so I got to stop listening to that guy. So you can, no, no, no. And this, exactly, <laughs> the answer to this question is the reason why I, do, I, I continue to listen to you. So why, why continue to put us ourselves through that process? I think this is just a, a practice to be better than you were yesterday yeah. and more resilient um in anything really because if you if you compare it to you know a bad situation you're dealing with it's like well could be worse could always be worse (laughs) that's that's almost the shane motto now we've we've taken on since the girls were born you know you know you think you you think you're in a bad situation but it could always be worse so yeah so that's exactly why i I knew that you were going to go that route and I want to add something to that. It's and you just touched on it right before we went into that question. Is that the consistency process? Is that these are practices that we continue to do on a consistent basis? Yeah, we're not. We might not be doing them every day. We might not be doing them throughout the year continuously. But there and there may be gaps. But there's always we always come back to that this practice or a practice because we know deep down inside if we our belief is if we continue to do them we are going to get better. And listen, for the folks out there, uh, go dip yourself in 40 to 50 degree water for, you know, several minutes. uh, And you'll realize that your day is going to be better than that particular moment uh, because it sucks. But the point of saying this is that, and it doesn't have to be dipping yourself in cold water. It could be a practice that is directly related to your life, directly related to your circumstances and your environment, that if you could find something, find some skill, we've talked about this a couple of weeks ago, find some skill that uh, you want to take on that is going to make you a better person, better than you were yesterday. It could be reading for 15 minutes. It could be meditating. It could be going for a walk. Um, and I think Going back up to earlier in the conversation, some of the uncertainty, some of the unknown, some of the 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 uh, the things we do or the things we take on. I mean, everything we do, there's no guarantee for success, right? Um, yeah, but I think when we start chasing something down or going on a journey or trying something new. Um, it's de- it's un- the the outcome is uncertain and and i think just by doing that 
whatever that may be. It could be learning how to draw or starting to play the guitar or starting to speak Spanish or doing archery like you're, you're working on there. Just trying to start a new skill. There's no certainty that um, you're going to be good at it at, at some point in time. You may never, ever get good at it. Uh, and I think when, when we, we take on that new challenge or we're about to take on that new challenge, that uncertainty, right? That fear of the no, unknown and that, uh, that uh, lack of guarantee that we are going to be good at it someday freezes us. That was a pun intended because of cold water. Freeze, <laughs> <laughs> freezes us from stepping forward. You know, I think that, and I, I, I think that's huge because there's, there's so many folks out there that have the ability to be better each day and, you know, shit, turn on the news. There's a hell of a lot of people out there world right now in this country down that now that maybe need to be practiced on, on some things to be better. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. But I, I think, <laughs> I think there's that, that, that on that, that uncertainty that, uh, well, you know what? I, I don't know how, uh, I don't know how this is going to go. So I'm going to, I'm going to stay, stay right here in my little warm shower. You know, we'll stay on that topic. I'm going to stay in the warm shower. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's comfortable, and I'm going to be right here. I mean, we, I do it. I do it in certain situations, but that, yeah. that, that. Oh yeah, I mean, everybody has their comfort yeah. zone, you know, and that's that's home base, you know, and I think everybody needs that. It's just a matter of exploring beyond that, you know, from time to time, and just you know, developing a practice of some sort. You know, it doesn't have to be. You don't have to be on edge. It's not healthy to be on edge 24-7, you know, in a, in a fight or flight um, pattern. But every now and then, you know, to, to get the, the brain activated and get on your toes, every now and then just kind of getting out there and, yeah, take that, take that shower knob from, from the H to the C and just see what happens, see what you can do, see what you're worthy of. <laughs> but and, then, and that's kind of been the cool thing with – you know, this practice has been, when I first started it, I didn't go into it thinking, I'm going to start this. I'm going to tell everybody I know about it. You know, it just, it was just one of those things that I felt needed to work on, but then just, and, you know, talking with you and just, I've had so many just random friends and family say, you know, I, I put my, my shower on for 30 seconds on cold the other night <laughs> it's like you know it's just it's just fun to hear people just exploring you know and just kind of playing around with you know wh what it may feel like to be uncomfortable for a few seconds at a time and you know that put it back to hot water and that's not a that's not a failure you know but that's just you explore and then you you come back and you know you you build your confidence up again um but with with all of this, I think we're talking about too. I think there's there's got to be a level of humility. I feel like you know, and and being humble at some point, and not letting not letting yourself get in the way of your own mm. self. 
you know, um, failure, failure can be a good thing, but some people are just scared to death of it. And I think that holds them back from a lot of, um, opportunities that could, that could eventually surface. And it may not be an instant gratification. You know, if you're learning, if you're learning Spanish and you stick with it for one day, you're not going to be fluent the next day and be ready to, you know, go on vacation. Um, I think with how everything's being structured now, everybody wants something immediately. They want that reply back to their email three minutes after they send it. And they want a hundred likes on their picture as soon as they post it, you know, we're, we're being programmed and we're, we're, we're losing that, that work ethic and the persistence and the consistency of, of working at something to become better and hone a craft. Um, and I think this, this failure, if they're not getting something right away, then everything just stops and they, you know, go off and find something new, you know, and, and attention spans too, I guess that could be to blame as well. So I, I, I feel that if people can just slow down a little bit, um, find something that they, they may be passionate about, you know, not right now, but as they, they work at, you know, a new skill, then eventually, you know, maybe the passion, builds as they continue to work at it yeah well there's, i mean there's there's i think there's too many distractions this in this day and age agreed uh, i mean there, there i mean there's certainly probably there was probably well there was distractions 20 30 years ago uh, but 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 now obviously you know we have access to so much information at in, in our literally in our hand we have yeah access to anything we want to know whether whether it's actually the truth or a bunch of bs that people are spewing out there um yep you know and and i think it's it's difficult it's i think it's difficult to uh let me let me take that back it's it's easily it's easy to be distracted from finding that passion um especially when um there's there's there there's those of us out there that can't think for ourselves to be we have to be told what is right wrong how not to think um and we we tend to uh go towards um a resource right for that information that makes us feel good, right? So this is going back to getting out of that comfort zone. So, and, and trying new things and, and taking that cold shower versus the warm shower, you know, get, get, get away from, uh, you know, what, what's wrong with trying to start to think differently, you know, um, some new things. Uh, especially when I mean, we were at the beginning of the year, right? Go out there and start trying some of these things, um, and and just just yeah. now's yeah, the time. Seeing, seeing how it seeing how it feels. I mean, you'd be surprised. You know, when when I first started doing the cold, I had a a, a, a a tremendous fear of cold. I hated the cold. 
you know, any event that I was going into, um, and this was, this is a failure on my, my part, any event that I was going into, it was, I, I know at this point, it's going to be really, really cold and it's going to really, really suck. And there wasn't anything I was doing to prepare that other than going through my mind. It's going to really, really suck at this point in time. You're just going to have to suck it up, you know? And I don't necessarily, I mean, that's, that's, is that, (laughs) how do I want to describe that? That's like just being, um, not not ignorant uh, stubborn that's just being stubborn and in no way shape or form was I bettering myself but you go back to the point you know taking on a new practice you know taking cold plunges and 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 working on that consistently working on that now I'm not uh, going into an event I'm not even think I'm thinking okay it's going to be cold at that point in time but it's not something I'm fearing. It's not something I'm, I'm uh, dreading on. It's okay. I'm aware of it. We're moving on. Um, and it's just, it, it's, yeah. it's something we prepared for. Uh, and, and not to interrupt you, but there's so many other side, <clears throat> the side effects that came from that, you know, in, um, in helping us become better it's not just we, we became better at being able to adapt better to the cold. We became better human beings because of that process we went through uh, in, in a number of different ways. And we can't, I, we go down the path about what it does for us health-wise, right? And nutritionally, uh, but that's another topic. But just, I, I want to make the point is that if, if you're just, if you're trying to take on a new skill, it's, 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 it goes beyond just getting better at that one particular skill. There's, there's multiple, multiple benefits that go along with testing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And then people see you practice this, you know, and a lot of times that kind of that ripple effect can occur and, you know, they see you and you're just working you know, honing in on yourself here, but at the same time, people are noticing certain things and, you know, that then they start bringing some of that into maybe their own lives. So it's, it's kind of, I like when that happens and I've, I do it with other people. I, you know, what you do, I'll start bringing stuff in to my daily routines and, you know, that, you know, just stay in, with the consistent running, you know, and not super crazy miles, but just getting something in every day or, you know, it's, you know, you got to earn it. (laughs) Like, like the beer I'm drinking right now, it's, you got to just get into that mindset of not every day's game day, but every day does count. Wow. So just get, just get out there and just, you know, better than yesterday. That's what I got a t-shirt. I think it's like a CrossFit Royal Gorge where Jeff used to train, but on the back, all it says is better than yesterday. And that's like so powerful to me. Um, And that's probably something I keep in the back of my head. And I think when you're surrounding yourself with people that you respect and that 
people that motivate you, it's easier to get out and just do something and not even, you know, physical activity, but just becoming more present with your kids while everybody's home. Um, or actually like really listening to your wife or having a real conversation at the end of the day, rather than just the, the to-do list and, you know, talk about the daily grind. It's those kind of situations and experiences, those are going to build on top of each other, you know, day by day by day. And next thing you know, what was once a roadblock, you know, like you thinking about some event that's going to be cold and just getting shut down by it after practice and work at it, that roadblock just becomes a little bump in the road and you pass it. And next thing you know, you're looking back at it and saying, Oh, that wasn't that bad where to before that was, that was the end of the road, you know, shut her down. So, and it, but it's, you know, takes that persistence <laughs> and it takes work. I mean, everything takes work. Um, you know, just, just being a dad and everything is I want to be better than I was yesterday. And, you know, we're talking about distractions and everything. And, you know, I think I feel bad for my kids because I think there are more distractions today than there was when we grew up. Um, I mean, we had, we had TV, but geez, for half of my childhood, you had to get up to change the channel. So, you know, before remote controls really came out, yeah, what's up with that? You know, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll sit through this commercial. It's not that bad. It's all it's all the way over there. Yeah. All all two and a half feet. It's right. It's over yeah. there. I I I changed it last time. You right, changed right, it. It's right, your yeah. turn. You you change the channel. Dukes of Hazard's over. Oh. Um. But it's not only the kids, but, you know, for us too, as parents, we have more distractions and that I'm very mindful of that right now. And I'm, I get aggravated because I'm distracted when my kids are around me and I am really, you know, trying to become better at that and just give them the attention that they deserve. But at the same time, trying to pull them away from their distractions. Right. So I'm pulling myself away and then I'm trying to pull them away, you know, and I feel like that's majority of what we're doing rather than really focusing in on, you know, a certain activity and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, there's always going to be trials and tribulations, but it's all about how you want to approach and how motivated you are to, to stick with something, you know, whatever it may be. And just continue that daily, that daily process of just becoming better. Let me, it's interesting because I, I didn't, I, we didn't expect to be talking so much about cold plunges and, and, and stuff. <laughs> no, not but at all. It's okay, but I, I don't even have it written no, down. No, neither did I. I had, the only thing I had written down <laughs> is RFP, RFP podcast number 206, uh, Ultra Dads number 17, and the quote, oh, the date, I have a date, and then. Have you ever practiced how it feels to fail? So, but it's, it's okay. served as we're pretty much right. identical notes. <laughs> it, now, now there's a bunch of other notes, but it served as a great yeah. metaphor for the foundation of this conversation. And I think what we're all, we're all me and you, you and I are talking about is that whole process of continuing or working at being better than you were yesterday. And now like, cause we're coming up on almost an hour here. 
I want to I want to kind of close it up with uh, a topic that I had I had written down for I think I shared it with you a couple months ago, but I want it was a question for a topic, and the question is why get better, you know? And we touched on it, but l- let's talk about that for the last five minutes here, Brian. Why why get better? I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but and I know the answer. But go ahead. Why don't you kick it off? Why why go through these processes to continue to get better than we were yesterday? Just first thing that came to mind was because I can. Great answer. You know, it's 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 similar to uh, I kind of reworked uh, Sir Edmund Hillary's. He was the first one to supposedly climb Everest. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and uh, the question was always, well, why do you want to climb it? And he would say, because it's mm-hmm. there. So, and you know, getting better is because I can. I'm capable of it. So, um, you know, that's kind of a short cop out, but no, it's, it's great. You know, there's, there's truth, there's truth behind that. Um, I, and also to show, you know, my kids that anything's possible. So, you know, and that's getting better every day. That's something that is totally possible. So if they're seeing you go through and strive for, for self-improvement on a daily basis, not just, January 1st, here we go. New Year's resolution, you know, a few weeks later, I think it's like 9% of people stick with like their, their New Year's resolutions. I, I don't want, I don't want that just to become an annual once a time, once a year kind of thing. I want this day in, day out. Um, just become better than you were yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on. What about you? Yeah, I'm, I mean, what, what, what's your answer? Uh, very simple. I mean, I'll, I'll definitely echo those two and then expand on it. It's um, for for me, it, it's it's related, right? It's it's legacy. You know what? Yeah. What do I want to leave? Be what do I want to leave? The the girls. It's it's it has nothing to do with money. It has, has, you know, it has nothing to do with wealth, houses and shit like that. It has to do with skills. What is it that I could teach them um, and they continue on with, right? And if they're seeing us, you know, go through processes and procedures and tests and challenges to continue to, to continue the process of bettering yourself. But but additionally to that, Bri, experiencing us becoming better, you know, seeing us become a better father, right? Seeing our wives, having our wife see us become better husbands, having those that are closest to us see us become better human beings and better friends, you know? And and those types of skills and those types of characteristics kind of rubbing off on them. So they inherit it and they are able to move yep. forward with it and, and continue to work on it. The other, the other thing that comes to my mind is, you know, it's, it's okay to see so there's that, that, that thought of being content and satisfied, right? So what, what yeah. you want to get better? What you're not, you, you don't think you're, you're, well, you're not happy with what you have. 
it's not it's not about being happy and content with what I have. Okay, it's about being happy, satisfied, and content with who I am becoming. All right, I don't want to. Do I? Am I happy with who I am and content with who I am today? Absolutely, one hundred percent. But just like you said, I know I can get better. So why not try? Yep. Why not try? Why not see what how how good do you want to be when that last bell tolls? Who is it that you want to become when that that you know that that grim reaper shows up at your doorstep? That messenger of misery, I think I've heard him called before. <laughs> that me- when that messenger of misery comes. Who is it that you want to end up being? And, you know, I'm nowhere near that person. Uh, I've come a long way, but that's, 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 that's my answer of why I want to get better. Love it. Love it. That's yeah. And it's, I don't know, when you look at it, it's very basic. It's very simple. And you just wonder why more people can't uh, take, take this approach on to life you know because if if that was the case you know you look at all the just the the nonsense going on in today's world and you know forever really but you know you wonder how much difference could that make in our world today if that you just break it down to what you just said if everybody would just take that that approach to life right now you know how (laughs) i just think the world would be a better place yeah yeah, well, and it's not bad. I mean, I'm I'm appreciative, but you know, you you get frustrated. Yeah, <laughs> but I love it. Yeah, that was, that's perfect, Mike. I, I we could we could dovetail it to something, some other things, but I think let's we could we could <laughs> yeah. we could cap it. We could cap it. <laughs> it's been a heavy. It's been a heavy week as is. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, listen, man. It's always this is this is one of the major highlights of my week. You know. Um, Likewise. So, and it's, it's, it's good because this is my first beer of the week because I'm telling you, man, just we'll, we'll end it on a funny note and some humor here because I think a lot of people need it. <laughs> I, you know, Sunday, you know, we had New Year's Eve and we didn't really go crazy. You know, we were, I think we were, we went to June and Pete's for just to get together because uh, Ryan and Kelly and the girls were in from, from out of town so we just kind of chilled out there until like 10 and came home and i had i i was drinking some of the uh heavier ipas so you know (laughs) so i i finished the ipas on saturday and had a couple light beers lighter beers on on sunday i woke up i'm like you know what and i planned on stopping for a while and i'm telling you even tonight i'm like i don't a beer really doesn't really doesn't sound good it just it's not it's not doing it for me, but I'll tell you, it was, it was, it did taste good. Um, it, it, it did taste <laughs> yeah. good, but I mean, I, I definitely indulged for the two weeks we were kind of um, taken off and uh, it was, it was good to get things back to some somewhat of a, a cleaner, leaner type of week. <laughs> some normalcy yeah i was wondering if you're going to be drinking tea tonight i was i was curious i didn't we didn't follow up i didn't know if you're how hard we were core we were going no i i it's you know it's uh we did that that cleanse in december and uh again going back to what we've been talking about 
you know, offline too. It's, I want to, I want to just change things up. I'm not going to beat myself. If I want to have a beer, I'm going to have a beer. If I want to have a cheeseburger, I'm going to have a cheeseburger, but um, yeah, I'm going to live life, but I'm not going to, I'm going to live it smart. Um, exactly. So life, life's short, but it is just go about it in the right way and you'll be fine. Absolutely. <laughs> That's, and the right way to the right way for us is different than the right way for others. So just we've we've talked each their own. Yeah, to, we've talked about this millions <laughs> of times on this on this show that listen, what works we're we're here to just share our experiences and it's up to you guys to take it for what it's worth, to listen, to turn it off, to implement it, um, or come at us with better ideas because I think we're pretty open in, in trying just about anything except what do we say? Cottage cheese and <laughs> cottage Taylor Swift soundtracks. Well, I don't, you like Taylor Swift, don't you? <laughs> I like as yeah. You tolerate. I, it. There was yeah. There's one good song which I may have to send to you because it was. Don't even do it. It was like American Music nope. Awards or something, but. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Do we lose connection? I think we got a poor connection here. Can you hear me? There's a. How about now? There's a. How about? There, can you hear me now? There's a commercial that's I guess on now, and I I don't know what it is, but she'll show up, and I'll just turn the TV off. I'm like, oh, nope, nope, no. Nope. It's better than shooting the TV I'll, with a nine mil. I will that's never right. buy the product, whatever it is that she's pitching. Nope. So. On that note, actually boycott it. Yep. Yeah. On that note, folks. On a lighter note, yeah. So just to make. Yep. Just, Thanks everybody. Just to make for make you laugh. hanging out with us here. Make you laugh. Yep. Pick up what you want. Put down what you don't. So. Yep. Uh, have a great have a great wet rest of the week, everybody, and a, and a wonderful and a wonderful weekend. Bry, always a pleasure. Much yep. love to the family and much love out there to the audience. Thanks for continuing to tune in and, you know, just uh with everything going on right now, I'll, I'll end it with this and Brian, you could use a, you could uh, close out to find something that's going to make you smile. Cause everybody needs to be, everybody needs to smile now. And um, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of sharing the Taylor Swift tongue in cheek, but not really. Uh, it, it is, <laughs> it is, it is for laughs and giggles. So just find something out there. And if, Hey, listen, you guys are tuning in just to hear us talk nonsense and laugh that's great too because that's all we were trying to do is maybe learn share some lessons and, and you know make people smile yeah if we give you an hour of an escape from whatever dilemmas but yeah if you want to if you want to hear uh, certain topics too um definitely reach out and ping us with uh any kind of topics and we're all about trying to bring and broaden our horizons here so we we definitely invite you to do that too 100 percent. yeah we'll give uh give the love to the family as well mike you have a good weekend there and uh we'll catch up with you next week all right brother i'll talk to you soon right. thank much you much love everybody adios Peace out. <laughs>